Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Tuesday, December 20th. Don't argue, go. Today's scripture reading is found in Acts chapter 9, verses 13 through 16 from the message translation, which reads, Ananias protested, Master, you can't be serious. Everybody's talking about this man and the terrible things he's been doing, his reign of terror against your people in Jerusalem. And now he's shown up here with papers from the chief priest that give him license to do the same to us. But the master said, don't argue, go. I have picked him as my personal representative to non-Jews and kings and Jews. And now I'm about to show him what he's in for, the hard suffering that goes with this job. This is God's word. Hineni. Once more, we observe that negatorial, in the pronunciation at least, middle syllable within hineni, the all too frequent knee jerk response of nay to whatever the summons of the moment may be. There's never a shortage of objections, is there, of why this doesn't make sense, doesn't add up, hold water, stand or reason. The nay in Ananias' response is a bit ironic given the fact that his name means the Lord inclines or bends towards us. At least that's its literal meaning. Most lexicons will say it means the Lord favors or the Lord graces, but favor and grace, especially grace, are a bit abstract. This common Hebrew word we translate favor or grace is more concrete as is the case with most Hebrew words. This concrete movement of bending or inclining towards someone is the concrete image associated with a concept of favor or grace that's being conveyed. Grace isn't merely an inner virtue or ideal. It's an outward action or demonstration. Grace is not so much something you have as it is something you do. Specifically, grace is what happens when you pause and bend towards someone in need or incline towards someone in distress for the simple reason that they are in distress. You can talk all you want about how much grace you have for others, but if you haven't paused and inclined towards someone in need lately, all you've got is sentiment. And there's always plenty of that to go around, isn't there? Now, the point of irony here is that as God inclines or bends towards the blinded torturer who had just finished waterboarding Jesus' people in the environs of Jerusalem, Ananias recoils. Isn't that so often the way of it? God inclines, we recoil. God favors, we object. God summons, we immediately count the reasons why that don't make no sense. Master, you can't be serious. Everybody's talking about this man and the terrible things he's been doing, his reign of terror against your people in Jerusalem. And now he's shown up here with papers from the chief priest that give him license to do the same to us. Beautiful. Why hadn't Jesus thought of that, right? I think it was Dallas Willard that observed that we so often fail to act like Jesus is the smartest person in the room. 
O naive son of God, O silly savior, O O foolish word that was in the beginning with God and through whom all things were created, silly, silly, silly. Let us help you see all this a bit more clearly, because clearly you haven't thought this through, have you? Now, I don't think for a moment that's the conscious tenor of Ananias in this moment any more than I think it's ours when we likewise throw our objections at him as we recoil at the call of this or that moment as he inclines towards us. It's just essentially the bottom line import when we do. And I love that he lets us ramble on with it. Well, at least for a bit. And on one notable occasion, all night long, he knows that often we need to verbalize our immediate thought process as he graciously inclines towards us too, as he makes space for our emotional knee-jerk reactions. After all, God really doesn't want automatons. God enjoys wrestling with us, with humans sometimes even all night long. And so he rumbles with us in our ramblings. Though, as the muted soon-to-be father of the one we now know as John the Baptist would advise us through hand signals, or as the original God-wrestler himself, Jacob, would caution as he limped on his dislocated hip, it would perhaps be wise not to push it too far, tapping out sooner rather than later. Hineni, I'm ready, my lord. As you pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, when's the last time you found yourself arguing with the divine summons in the moment because it simply didn't make sense or add up to you? What were your objections? What was the outcome? Lord, sometimes it's the long and winding road. Sometimes it's a bit inscrutable. Sometimes it's even ineffable. Sometimes it's so annoyingly and fractious, leaving me screaming, stop beating around the burning bush. And sometimes it's as straight as a street, minus the roundabouts and detours and delays, because yes, they're tearing up this road yet again. Straight as a street leading me right to the place I'd really rather not go to do the thing I'd really rather not do, because it makes no sense. To have the conversation I'd really rather not have, to see the face I'd really rather not see, all because of the fear in me, all because of the risk to me. But straight as a street you call, Inani, I'm ready, my lord.